Welcome to the Access VFX podcast, pursuing inclusion, diversity, awareness, and opportunity in VFX, animation, and games industries. Hi, I'm Simon Devereaux, founder and director of Access VFX, bringing the visual effects, animation, and games industry together, working towards a shared goal to make our industry more diverse and inclusive by taking action rather than just talking about it. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Access VFX podcast. Um, With recent news of significant numbers of industry redundancies, as well as the continued furloughing of many members of the visual effects community, uh, we at Access VFX wanted to pull together an episode that focuses on offering support to both those people, obviously, but also offering hope to emerging talent who may have questions about the stability of, of the VFX and animation and games industry in particular too. Um, so today we've assembled a core team from our Access VFX membership, so say hello everyone, um, who we hope can offer some advice and provide some comfort during this difficult time for a lot of people. So on this episode we've assembled all this lovely grid you see before you and I'm going to hand over to this lovely grid and get them to introduce themselves. So uh, who wants to start? Hello, Mark. My name is Mark Flanagan, I am the Education Partner Manager for Epic Games in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. Thank you, Mark. And I'm St. John Walker. I'm Deputy Dean of Escape Studios. We do courses in VFX, computer animation, games, and motion graphics. Thank you. I'm Andy Mead. I'm the Senior Recruiter at Foundry. Thank you, Andy. And I'm Lucy Salter, um, one of the artist managers at DNEG, working with the visual effects film and TV teams. Thank you, Lucy. I'm William Folds, the People and Talent Advisor at Blue Zoo Animation Studio. I'm Amy Smith and I'm the Head of Talent at Framestore for Film. Thanks Amy. Hello, last but not least, I'm Tori. I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Union of VFX and I'm the Head of People. Excellent. Well, thank you all for making the time. Um, and thank you all for keeping your uh, your mute buttons off when you spoke. So first, it's an Access VFX podcast first, everyone. So uh, with that positive kickoff, I wanted to um, ask a really nice open question, really, to the group, which is around uh, the subject of motivation. So obviously, this is a very difficult period, and this continued to be for a lot of uh, a lot of uh, the visual effects community who've been furloughed since the furlough scheme started. Let alone the people who are in consultation currently. Um, so, how do you? stay motivated how can people stay focused and motivated during this really unusual time regardless but also when their their, their, their employment status is questioned as well so i'm going to throw this out who wants to take this first question same i feel like that's something for you to do first okay saint thank you saint thank you sorry for volunteering saint <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i like that um, <clears throat> Well, I think sort of there's a couple of things I'd say, because obviously we've been dealing with a lot of students and making sure students are are motivated, especially when you don't know what the future is going to bring. And we found students, like every everybody, want stability and wants to know what's happening next week. And a lot of us don't. So there's, there's a couple of things. I think the first thing, obviously, is the, is the obvious one, which is uh, routine, making sure you keep to a routine uh, and, and keep to it. Uh, that'll give you some kind of stability. I think uh, there's also the second thing is uh, give yourself a project. There's nothing like having a project that you make yourself to get you motivated. Uh, Have an end in sight, have some goals, have some deadlines, give yourself a project. Great show. Any ideas around projects that people get stuck in? No, sorry. Sorry, you're up. Almost forgot to unmute myself there, Simon. <laughs> so, um, I was just going to link on the back of that. I wasn't going to talk about projects, but just some some other things around, you know, keeping yourself motivated. Exercise is obviously, you know, is a really good one. Uh, you know, even if that's just something that you do at the beginning of the day, the middle doesn't really matter where and when you do it. Just doing that and building that into whatever your sort of whatever your sort of schedule is. And um, I think lots of other things that I've looked into as well is is around. Um, you know making sure that if you're doing something like if you're if you are doing any work or you're doing a project try and keep that separate from the rest of what you're is happening in your life so you feel like there's something that you can go to almost so it's not you know it's not in the middle of your you know in the middle of your life so that you have to tread over it every time you need to do something that feels like that there's that keeps people 
in that kind of almost a similar schedule that you would do if you were at work or at school or at college yeah. or any of those things. You know, you've got a structure to your day, so I think that's probably quite a good one. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I think just looking after your eating well, that's another big one, is, uh, you know, don't sit at home and eat junk because that will make you feel terrible. <laughs> um, you know, and if you're not doing any exercise, that will make you feel even worse. Um, but all of those sort of things is brain food, you know, anything that you can eat which supports your, your physical well-being is obviously going to help your mental your mental health well-being. And I think just, you know, on from that, there's lots and lots and lots of resources around, you know, what you can do for your mental health because obviously looking after our mental health at this moment is, is very, very important. Um, and there's lots of resources that are available to, 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 to everyone if they, if they need to access that. I'm looking at Saint because I went on a course with Saint recently with um, mental health first aid, which has got some very good resources. So you can go onto their website and have a look. Um, the NHS uh, website has also got some very good resources that um, just things like, you know, how to help you sleep, because I think, you know, not sleeping again means that you get out of your routines, you know, all those sorts of things, it gives you tips on, you know, all sorts of things from sleeping, eating, exercise, all those kind of things. And also just some really good mental health um, resources if you need that. So if you're struggling with something or, you know, you've got any concerns or anxieties, there's lots of stuff on there. Um, and I think the NHS launched something called Every Mind Matters, which if you, if you type that into Google will come up. Um, and that's got lots of practical tips and expert advice on you know how to look after yourself at the moment. So I think mental health is definitely one of those things that if we look after that will help us do all the things that yeah. Saint has said around, you know, if you're gonna do a project, you know, having a good, strong mental health will help you feel motivated and you know help you to push through those things. Thank you, Tori. Amy, you're gonna to add to the conversation. Yeah, I was just gonna say so. I've been made redundant from the visual effects industry before so I've I've been there and I know what it's like and and the thing about getting made redundant is obviously your main stress is how am I going to find another job you know I've got bills to pay I've got commitments um I need to sort that out and it's very tempting to get up every morning and sit yourself down at your computer and just sit there in a panic all day clicking away randomly and it's sort of coming back to that project thing actually treat finding a job as a project and don't sit there all day that was the thing i really learned say say to yourself okay i am going to search for opportunities between nine and ten i'm going to send some emails between 10 and 11 and then i'm going to come back at four and see if i've had any responses but other than that i am not going to sit at my computer stressing about the fact that i can't find a job go and do something else go and do something creative go and exercise go and do yoga, whatever it is you need to do, make yourself a nice lunch. But yeah, I, I think having some structure to your job search and not letting it run away with you and build up. And it comes back to mental health. You know, the, the more you sit there staring at a blank screen, not finding anything or not getting any responses, the worse you feel. So I think saying to yourself, it's going to be these periods in the day. And other than that, I'm walking away is, is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew, you were going to yeah it kind of echoes what amy says it's definitely that walking ability to walk away piece sort of definitely keep a routine um this is probably more targeted for people that are that are working at the moment but something that we've been working on is is separating that space between work and home especially when everyone's working from home i'm lucky i have a, a home office not everyone is as lucky as me so what we've uh, some of our staff have been doing is actually walking out the front door walking around the block coming back as if they're doing their commute to work that's quite a big routine thing or whether you're doing uh, your commute to work whether you're doing your commute to to college if you get out the house have some fresh air doesn't have to be a long walk and then come back and uh, and get back to whatever task you're doing whether it's project work job search whether you're you're working we uh we found that, that that has helped some of our people so uh it was definitely separating the different spaces so you yeah. can have a good work-life balance or or sort of job search life balance yeah that's right it's a really good it's really good advice and builds on this uh this subject of structure that everybody's brought up so Tori, you had your hand up i did i was just i was just gonna um go back to something that amy said earlier about treating it as a project um and you know not sitting and stressing about things you know, we've all, you know, I, I would imagine that, you know, we've either got 
contacts or we've worked with colleagues in the past, you know, if you need help with something. So for example, if there's something, you know, you want to look at your, so that you can get started, do something like just make sure that your LinkedIn profile is up to date or your CV or any of those things so that you feel that whatever your starting point is, you've, that's your first bit of your project. You've got that clear so everything can just go from there. And we've, we've all got people that we could ask, you know, get advice on. You can ask your mum, you can ask anybody. Just, you know, sense check this, make sure that it makes sense, make sure that I presented myself in the best way. And then that's your basis, really, for, for trying yeah. to get anything. And that's, and that's probably one of the first things to do on your, your project list. I mean, it's a real opportunity to re really fine tune your LinkedIn profile, right? Yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't have time to really no. give it credence. And I yeah. know on a, a few clicks back on the podcast, we talked about social media. I think, Mark, you were on the original Stunning Out While Staying In episode, and we talked about make sure you've got your work on there. You know, it's not just yeah. about putting your CV up and some dates. You know, it's actually how can you make it really, really punchy. And, and, yeah, and update, you know, update your showreel. Do those things. You know, make sure that if you've got a Vimeo link, it's up to date. Yeah. Make sure all those things are they're ready and it and it's got your i mean this probably relates back to an earlier podcast make sure it's you know it's the it's the best of your work yeah, of and course. you know not loads of it loaded. actually we'd rather we'd rather see two minutes of fantastic stuff than 10 minutes of just anything and everything absolutely you know. thank you sorry and uh, mark um two suggestions one is treat yourself occasionally give yourself something to look forward to um i trick myself into doing work occasionally um <laughs> But the other thing is find somebody to mentor you. I mean, this is one of the things which we talk about all the time. Um, not necessarily just for people who are starting out in the industry, but if you are, if you have a cohort of friends, um, you can actually mentor each other and support each other and make sure that check in on each other and actually, you know, do that thing to say, have you managed to make some progress in that thing today? Can I have a look? Do you want a, you want a second pair of eyes on it? That will really help because it means it's not just you and your own. Thank you, Mark. Saint, you had your um, pamphlet held aloft. Yeah, yeah. Just, just on, uh, just to sort of like detail this idea of doing a project. The project can be you, and what I mean by that is, if you're not motivated, if you can't get into the habit, then sort of look into and research how to get into habits. And um, I'm going to do this thing throughout this uh, podcast where I'm going to show you books. And this is a really good book on that subject. If you want to try and get into getting strong habits, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'm not getting paid by him, but uh, I would suggest, you know, one of the things you can look into if you're not motivated is trying to get that motivation by learning how to get really solid habits. Excellent. Thank you, Saint. I'll be looking out for the book recommendations as well. And thank you for... Uh articulating it rather than just showing it because uh this is video and audio only as well so yeah, good stuff uh, lucy you had uh, your hand up yeah so one of the things with furlough is i think it can be a really isolating thing it can be easy to lose motivation um so one of the things we've set up at DNEG is a level up project and essentially it's just connecting people to help each other out um, because whether you're gaining from receiving mentoring from another artist um, or you're choosing to mentor someone else it's connecting people keeping motivated from that community and I think as a mentor you can gain so much from sharing experience because it's just encouraging to see someone flourish um, but also it, it's um, great for your own sense of achievement and engagement. Yeah that's a really good shout and actually actually Amy I'm going to move on to you because you had your hand up and then I want to throw in a bit about mentoring. Sure. Um, it was just to follow up on, on Saint's point about yourself being a project but also um, you know, I, I, it would be silly of us on this podcast to hide the fact that obviously the visual effects industry specifically is going to go through a bit of a quiet period for the next few months. And that therefore, if you have unfortunately been made redundant from a visual effects studio, you may have to look for opportunities in games or in animation or in, in another sort of related industry. Um, so one of the things I was going to suggest is if you haven't done it before, there's um, the 16 personalities test um, online. And what that's really good for is it really helps you to better understand what kind of work environment suits you, what kind of job suits you, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. Because if you're applying to a related industry, you're going to have to look at what transferable skills you have and having a better understanding of what they might be and how you might 
write your LinkedIn profile to better highlight those skills will be really valuable. So it was really another recommended resource sort of on Saints theme of, yes, if you just Google 16 personalities, the, the website comes up and there's a little test to do. Um, so I really recommend that. Thank you, Amy. Uh, and on, research, on mentoring, I'll, I'll, I'd be remiss not to mention the Access VFX mentoring programme. So we're growing the mentors and the mentees all the time. And I think um, just, just being somebody's mentor is a really great opportunity, isn't it? As Lucy said, you get to see somebody flourish, you get to see somebody grow. It's, uh, I always kind of describe mentorship as a bit of a leadership boot camp for anybody who's not done it before, or even operated as a, as a people manager. So it's uh, another string to your bow as part of a potential project that you can work on. Uh, yourself and also there's the, the summer of animation event that we're doing at the moment where you can sign up to give feedback to competition entries and people's films and and I think you know all these and there's lots of examples of this out there in the world where you can contribute and give back sorry I think we're probably going to get onto it in a bit but um, lots of this also you know whilst you if you've got the opportunity to do it training is obviously a fantastic thing to be doing if you've got the time and space i think i hear it all the time that people don't have time to train often in you know in in maybe in their own discipline or something that they're just very interested in learning and um, i think we're going to have more of a, a bigger conversation on it but that's definitely something that would you know keeps your keeps your brain you know working and as amy said it relates to the things that amy said that you know if there's potentially another industry or related industry that you might move into what are, the, what are the skills that you might not have that you could teach yourself you know that you could train yourself on so that you could that you do have those more transferable skills and um, i'm sure we're going to go into a bit more detail about where we can find those training well let's do it that's i mean that's the perfect segue i mean, I mean why not i mean let, let's talk about how people can kind of hone their skills build their skills i mean what's out there what, what exists andy so uh, obviously working, uh, coming from Foundry, um, many of our products, so uh, it would be uh, probably quite useful for me to, we, we've, we're running webinars and events um, sort of, 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 of different, um, uh, with different content kind of aimed at uh, how to be a compositor, how to up, uh, upskill, product updates that kind of thing so keeping up to date with with, with, with our products so that's foundry.com forward slash events we have our learning platform so where we have a lot of our tutorials on all of our products so that's learn.foundry.com we're constantly updating the content on there uh, be more video content so uh, ha have a look there and also for students uh, we also have our education page as well so foundry.com forward slash education so all of these are, are designed so people can um, sort of upskill themselves using sort of nuke katana flicks um mari those all of those kind of uh, all those products that, that that we have so i feel if you go to our web page there's there's a lot of useful content on there so just just have a dig around um and look at like as i said events learning education and wow. uh, you're, you're bound to find something that, that will help upskill you. Brilliant. Thank you, Andy. Um, any other kind of resources, particularly on training? Um, wow, a lot of hands went up then. Uh, will, I'm going to go to Will because we've not heard from old Will yet. No. Um, I guess I would just say that uh, there is an Indojo. Um, they, it's, it's mainly for animation at the moment, but um, there's lots, it's kind of based on lots of rooms where you can, you can kind of network with other people that are training as well. Um, brush up your skills with kind of challenges um, that are set by people in the industry. Um, and there's also longer monthly challenges to help you build your reel. Um, for example, if you're moving from VFX style animation into cartoony animation then it's probably a good place to start as well cool. that's anim dojo where can people find anim dojo is there a animdojo.com Animdojo. and it's uh, at the moment it's free till august 2020 so you can get involved you don't have to put anything in to get lots out brilliant nice one thank you will um mark you had your hand up. um we're doing quite a few things at the same time um epic have 
just recently finished um, what we referred to as a fellowship program for virtual production, which was run out of our LA office. And we had 15 people working on that for short films. And that was something which these people were furloughed or were um, redundant or struggling to actually find work currently in the industry. We're looking to actually bring that again um, in various other forms, both in cooperation with some of our partners here today, and um, some people might want to talk about that. Um, Escape are obviously really good training partners of um, Epic. But we also have huge amounts of online training materials, and we have um, tutored online classes, and we also have our software, which is free, and it's free to the industry. Um, unless you're actually making games, in which case your first million dollars is free, but you know, it's, it's free download, free download, free to use. Um, we have user guides and large amounts of information available. If you just go to the um, Epic online and download and start learning how to, to use it today. And if you need more support, we have again, community. I, I keep on mentioning this, whether it's the, the Foundry or whether it's um, Epic or whether it's no matter what the product is, you will find at the moment great community support. And these are the people who are often the best people to discuss when you find an issue with software you're learning because they're, they're doing the same thing. They're probably one step ahead of you or two steps ahead of you. And they will be able to understand your questions better than somebody who is an expert in it sometimes. So again, I think everybody in the software creation field is doing whatever they can to provide training. You'll also find some of the online schools you mentioned um, Adam Dojo, but you'll find some of the online schools who are offering free access for a month or free um, taster courses. And there's a lot of that happening as well because um, even though the schools, a lot of them are profit, they need to make profit, but they also realize that the industry needs this and it's an investment in the future of the entire industry. So people are doing what they can where they can. So I think you'll see that um, I've, I've too many resources to point you at, but honestly, if you are looking for anything, whether it's lighting, whether it's modeling, whether it's texturing, whether it's ZBrush, whether it's um, any of the, the foundries tools, yeah. there's just so many. And there's free tools as well. So, yeah, Blender's available if you can't get your hand on the tools that you were using before. And it's growing in popularity. And there's some great uh, um, webinars on the uh, Summer of Animation website now. I've got Andrew Gordon's on there talking yeah. about uh, storytelling through to Alfie who, at the mill who did a, an amazing piece on uh, using Blender. Um, uh, getting the real, real, the real basics if you've never used it before. Um, so, yep. yeah, there's a wealth of content out there, right? It's uh, incredible. But I, I think being part of a community is going to help you. So if you have a, a sort of Discord server or some way of maintaining contact, because again, it comes back to motivation and training often go hand in hand. Absolutely. I think, you know, it comes back to what you've all said about structure as well. It's not just building in your, your job hunt, but actually building in opportunities to train and learn and grow your skill set. I think it's, uh, but yeah, but keeping, keeping, almost keeping a strict schedule built around, built around that. I'm saying you had your hand up. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, well, you'd expect me to sort of say, escape uh, for uh, training and short courses and uh, but uh, I also want to sort of uh, push the boat a bit and say you know escape have been doing free five-day courses uh, in Houdini uh, 3d animation unreal uh, and even uh, mobile phone production and when we may well be doing those again and um, if, if you're interested in free five-day courses uh, look at UK learns because that's the we're doing it through that platform. So UK Learns, do a search for that. It's got loads of courses from across Pearson, actually, uh, who are our kind of uh, mothership. Uh, so you can have a look at those. Some are free, some are, uh, are uh, some cost money. So search out UK Learns. Uh, but also, I just wanted to put it a bit wider, going back to the idea of, you know, maybe yourself as the project. You might not want to do a course in VFX games. You might want to do it in something to do with psychology or ec economics or whatever. So uh, consider MOOCs. And if you don't know what MOOCs are, MOOCs are massive open online courses. And they're kind of out of favour now, but thousands and thousands of people use MOOCs. They're usually uh, four weeks long. 
uh, or, or a couple of weeks anyway. Uh, if you go to Class Central, do a search for Class Central, you'll see a list there of all the MOOCs internationally and you can do a search for your psychology or your sort of uh, even VFX and, and animation. Class Central uh, is, is the um, main website for that. In the UK, we have Future Learn, who are part of Open University, and they do free courses as well. Um, so look at MOOCs as a way of uh, sort of training for free. Brilliant. Thank you, Saint. Amy, you had your hand up. So I was going to flip it on its head as well and say, so yes, there's, there's obviously training you can do. The other thing is, is if you're thinking about what's next, um, the, I'm surprised Saint didn't mention, mention it, but the number of universities and training providers out there who are always looking for tutors who come from an industry background is off the charts. There are vacancies all the time because there just aren't enough people from industry who want to go and teach. And actually, you know, this might be the perfect opportunity to go and do something where you give back to the next generation. Um, and the summer's a particularly good time. You know, the new academic year will start in September. It may be that some tutors and lecturers have left their positions or new courses are starting in the next academic year and they need tutors. So it's actually a really good time to be looking for uh, teaching opportunities. So I just wanted to suggest that to people as, as another alternative, um, because it is really valuable to have people teaching who have industry experience. Yes, and we've just taken on Amy Smith as our new spokesperson. Thank you. <laughs> so, Tori, you had your hand up. Um, I did. I was just going to mention a couple of other ones um, going on from what um, Andy said. Uh, I think side effects do Houdini, which I think is on the 3D side. Um, so that could be, again, that's another, you know, that's another uh, site that people could log on to and have a look at what they've got. Um, I think they've also got an apprentice version of the software that you can download for free. So, you know, that would be great for anyone that's interested in getting into the industry. Um, FXPHD, FXPHD.com has lots of really good courses on it. So that, again, could be something if you're interested in learning either something in your discipline or, or you know, thinking, do you know what, I've never been able to do that. You know, now's the time to be able to have a look at that. That could be something that would be, um, that would be worth looking into. Um, and I think... I got sent this, I don't know whether everyone else has got it, but there was um, Jonas Almeida, who's a master in digital effects at NFS, and a freelancer put together a big spreadsheet of all the free software, which I can send you the link, Simon, um, and maybe there's a place that we could do that. And that's a, that's a great resource because that covers all sorts of stuff. Um, so depending on what you're interested in, you can, yeah. just, you can just find the software, free software that, that, that might help you do that. Send us the link and we can put it in the body of the, um, the SoundCloud yep. um, description for sure. I'll um, send it to you, Sam. Thank you, Tori. Um, one of the questions I was going to ask was, um, just here when we talk about kind of free software and training opportunities, that it tends to be very skewed towards the artist side and the software side and the creative side. What's out there for somebody who wants to work it on the production side? From your experience, what would be your advice for somebody who's a producer who might have been furloughed or unfortunately lost their, their job? Amy. Um, so I know that ScreenSkills, uh, so ScreenSkills.com, have been running a lot of free training courses during lockdown as well. And they tend to be more focused on the production skills. Um, so they've run ones on negotiation, for example, um, and managing um, difficult people and that kind of thing. So um, definitely look at ScreenSkills. Um, of course, the Production Guild and the Advertising Producers Association also quite regularly have events and courses and things that they run. So definitely check out those websites. Um, but it may be on the production side that that's where Saints recommendations of MOOCs and things like that are more relevant because there will be courses in things like building up your financial acumen or yeah. um, managing difficult situations, managing clients, those kind of courses will exist on those kind of sites. So I think, you know, those are definitely valuable um, things to look at if you're looking for training and you are more on the production side. Thank you, Amy. Tori. Um, I was just going to say that um, it, also, if there is anything which is short term or you can volunteer for, go and do it. You know, even if it's, even if it's a project that you think that you, might not have the skills in, you know, offer your services, you know, say that you'll go along and do it, you know, just get experience in something uh, that you might not have done before. It adds another string to your bow, um, you know, gets you a different type of experience, 
creates more contacts, which of course are, are great when Networking. you know when the industry yeah when the industry does come back up. And things like Animated Women UK as well. There's a great there's a great you know um, bunch of you know women on that. You know again really good networking opportunities. And they also do some training courses as well, which I think they were running some. Um, I think are going to run some over summer or have run some. But again, it's a very small membership fee. It's absolutely worth it because you get you yeah. get lots of contact with people and, and they'll keep you in touch with things which are going on in the industry. Um, LinkedIn, of course, is another way of just you know keeping in touch with people, seeing what's out there, seeing what people are working on. Um, you know, I think all those things are all helpful. Uh, I think it's hard again until things do start up, but things are happening. Um, you know, commercials are definitely doing things. There's, there's you know, guerrilla videos being shot all over the place. You know, yeah. shoot the guerrilla video. Be, you know, be the be be the production manager on it. Be the producer on it. You know, don't don't be shy. Write your own. You know, do do all those sort of things and get involved. That's how you learn. Nice story. Uh, Lucy, you had your hand up. Yeah, and if you can find a group of people who want to do a group project, whether it's young students or people who are looking to upgrade their showreel at the moment, helping them with a group project is a great way of gaining a bit more production experience, I reckon. And they will thank you for it so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, production is an interesting one because I used to get told even just like organising a, organising a party during the current climate would be like a production kind of boot camp, right? I mean, trying to get a load of people in a space a meter apart or two meters apart. I mean, I'm being flippant, but you know, I think I mean, those, those skills are, are, are supremely valuable. I know I wouldn't know where to start for sure. Um, I've been waiting for like the perfect segue into my next question, but I'm just gonna, gonna blurt it out instead, is around opportunities because, you know, it, it's a tough time. Uh, I completely get it. And yes, people are, you know, furloughed or they've lost their job and, it's a difficult time for a lot of people, but I, I know that there's a lot of studios that are still hiring and a lot of the parts of the industry that are still hiring. I know the games industry still continues to do really well. I know the 2D animation, 3D animation industry is doing particularly well. So I wanted to just kind of pick your brains really, because there'll be people listening to this podcast or watching this podcast who will be going, right, I'm going to structure my day. I'm going to work on my projects. I'm going to read Saints list of books and order it on, you know, well-known websites. I'm not going to plug any websites. Um, but, you know, actually, people are, to Amy's point, you know, people are still looking for work. Um, so what's out there at the moment? Tori? Um, if you, um, I mean, there are, there are things which are out there. And um, if you have a look on the UK Screen website, there is a, uh, there is a link to all of its members' um, recruitment pages. So that's, that's a good place to start because it just it lists everything. And so rather than you having to go to each individual one, you can go from there. Um, and I think also Screen Skills as well. Their website also has um, details of jobs which are available. So they're, they're two good places to start. LinkedIn groups is probably another place as well to have a look. You know, just see what's out there. Recruiters will always put anything out on LinkedIn. So that's, you know, follow the companies that you're interested in because then you'll hear about those things, you know, the, the, the roles that are coming up. Thank you, Tori. Mark? Um. There are some industries that are allied or skills are easily transferable, which I would certainly suggest the games industry has quite a lot of potential for artists within uh, film. But there are other things um, like architecture or industrial design, where a lot of people can actually transfer skills to there. And again, London is a, a massive hub for architectural design globally. Um, the UK as a whole has a huge amount of um, development still going on. So 3D skills, hugely in in, um, in need there. And when industry does start to take off again, it's very likely, according to most of the resources I'm, I'm seeing, um, that a lot of the industry will be using virtual production techniques, at least initially, which are you know the, similar to the Mandalorian, the, the large um, LED screens with um, projected, rear projected um, sets. So again, this is something which when things do start off again these are being built globally there are a lot of them in development at the moment so i'd strongly suggest looking at that um animation is still doing well there are allied services which you may not even think of if you just do a search for possibly your key skills might be 3d might be 2d um, you will find things which you might not ordinarily consider um, and it may be opening up a new door for you because i have done this in the past 
I, I started off in architecture and I actually learned 3D because architecture went into recession. From there, I went into animation. From there, I went into games. From there, I went into film. All these things. A lot of it was basically due because of external factors. Yeah. Um, so you can actually find new directions and really have um, significantly positive life changes because of it. Um, I'm going to go to Amy. Amy, you had your hand. Yeah, it was something that we were discussing when we were chatting before we started recording. And it's that actually now's a really good opportunity um, to try companies that you ordinarily wouldn't have been able to. So, for example, have you always wanted to work for Pixar, but weren't prepared to move your life halfway across the world? Because everyone's remote at the moment, a lot of studios are accepting remote workers Um for contracts that they have going. So you could actually work for a studio completely elsewhere in the world that you've always wanted to work for and never been able to make it work before. Um, so actually it's a really good time while everyone is working from home to, tr to try things that you didn't think you were ever gonna get the opportunity to try. Yeah, um, and yeah, to, to Mark's point, um, there's all sorts of strange, you know, so crime scene reconstruction, for example, now is done in 3D. And you know, there's all sorts of crazy jobs out there that you, you have no idea are there until, like Mark said, you put 3D jobs in Google search and all sorts of yeah. things come up. So, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Amy. Andy? Yeah, I was going to say, in fact, the, the, the jobs that we are recruiting for at the moment are exactly that. People, I think, myself, uh, we've spoken to you, Simon, a bit in the past around people don't think of foundry, people in the industry don't think of foundry as a, as, a, as a software company, as a place to go. But actually, we do have a lot of roles that are, suited to the industry skill set for example we we've got a qa engineer role at the moment that is actually an, a senior artist skill set you still get to play with you're not working on a specific production but you get to work on the software all day and obviously with uh, with nuke for example um, we have a pro we have product manager roles where actually they tend to be more within the industry a senior compositor or a or a technical director uh, and again, it's that kind of skill set. It's someone who's interested in technology and more importantly, interested in improving our products. So if, if someone's used, I'll use Nuke as an example again, if someone's used Nuke and sort of seen, seen or, or thought, oh, I wish it could do this or I wish it could do that. It'd be great if it, you could add this. That's the kind of mindset that we look for when we hire people. We mm. don't go down the route of a traditional product manager we go down the route of someone with industry knowledge who's used our tools and how they can um, improve on them. So those kind of roles for us, um, uh, equally we have, uh, we, within the industry, we know there are software engineers in the industry, we hire C++ software engineers. But I think the main point, adding on to what Mark and Amy have said for me, is definitely that think of those companies and look at what they're hiring. Don't necessarily look at job titles, look at the skill set uh, because and that's where we are different if you looked at the skill set of what we look for rather than the job title of what we we're looking for actually there's a lot more synergy to more industry specific like i said artists compositors yeah. technical director type roles so definitely have a either get in touch with me uh, shameless plug here so i'm oh, uh, getting with me or um have a look on our website like i said we, we've got several roles at the moment Again, also research. If you're interested in, if you're the kind of person that, as part of the day job, does a bit of does research into how to improve things, we have a research department, a really cool research department. So, so yeah, do get in touch because we're hiring lots of things in the industry that you probably don't know about, um, but it is the same skill set that that you're already using. Thank you, Andy. Will. Um, yeah, so I mean, Bluesy, we're probably hiring the most people that we have at one time uh, for a long time. Um, so we are actively looking for every role that you can think of in the animation pipeline. Um, so I, if you think that you you suitable for for something in in three D or two D animation, then I would encourage you to look at our careers site um, because yeah, we're busier than ever and we're, we're hiring and onboarding people remotely. Um, so 
you don't have to come and move to London um, to work for us anymore. Um, we're open to remote workers and it's working very well, as, um, as, as you can tell. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, I can list every role that we have, but it, it would just take me too long. Um, so we are, we're, we're kind of, there's no, no, there's no shame in plugging on this episode, by the way. So please, um, I've got a few of my sleeve, which I'll go through in a minute. But Andy, you had your, your phone. Oh, you're on, you're on. Um... Sorry, damn, I did the mute thing. Uh, all... Never mind. One, two, uh, it was actually uh, just uh, an interesting point that Will makes as well, actually, is how, yeah, and a question I'll offer out to everyone, is how the industry will be affected by, obviously, everyone's working from home now. Um, how companies will adapt to that will how employees will adapt to that when everything comes back to a reasonable bit of normality wherever we are in the world is what does the work what does work look like now is it going into the office nine to nine till six every day um of the week is it um is it actually a bit of flexibility a couple of days working from home and uh, also and again i think amy mentioned it about looking at companies that our advertising for remote working are happy to take remote working is, is, is that opens up a whole, whole lot of opportunity you may not have thought of before. Um, so like I said, we have roles where you don't have to be in going to the London office uh, on a daily basis. We don't know when you're going to be going back to the office. So it, again, it's kind of, don't be afraid to, to um, apply to roles and then say, well, I'm actually hoping if there was a remote working a possibility because nine times out of 10, they'll say, yeah, sure, we've got a bit of flexibility. They won't show that or you won't know, they won't advertise that so you won't know that, but the flexibility will be there going forward, I feel. Brilliant. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, Jan. I, just, I just wanted, just, just a note of caution on that. So yes, I do think there will be more flexibility than there's ever been, but the thing that makes visual effects different to games and animation is the fact that we don't own our own IP. And in this situation, because it's been a global situation, our clients have agreed that our confidentiality agreements can be altered to allow everyone to work from home. We don't yet know whether our clients are going to sustain that as something that they're prepared to accept. So just a slight note, note of caution because unlike games and animation who own their own IP so can choose to do whatever they want and make everyone remote work forever if that's what they decide to do. Visual effects are a little bit more at mercy of what our clients tell us we have to do yeah. Um, and, and yeah we don't yet know what that looks like so. Good point thank you Amy. Saint. Yeah um, this brings in my second book uh, recommendation I think you written this? Uh, on, on the idea of uh, uh, remote working because obviously you know, if you're at home, and we've all just, we've all found this, that you can just put off stuff and suddenly you're spending the whole day and the whole evening uh, doing work because you didn't concentrate it in a focused way. So this book, uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport, is all about focusing and being less distracted in your workplace. Uh, it's a great read. It's very easy. Uh, so that's Deep Work by Cal Newport, all about focus and beating distraction. Thank you. All your book recommendations, can you send them over to me and I'll get them in the, uh, the SoundCloud description because I'm, I'm quite interested in a couple of them myself, to be fair. Especially Since it's work. you, Simon. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Much appreciated. Um, okay, where were we? Yeah, so opportunities. Um, I've got a couple to share, actually. Um, not working for Access VFX, we're a non-profit. We don't have a staff, but um, we just had an Access VFX meeting and I know uh, Milk, for example, um, so I'm just going to read this out actually, it came from Jenny at Milk. So Milk has partnered with a Dublin-based VFX studio Egg for an exciting sci-fi project and we are on the lookout for senior level compositors. The role will be based in Dublin and candidates must be available to relocate for the duration of the project. If this is of interest, please can you register your interest by emailing yibidunny at milk vfx.com and Yibby Dunny is spelled, I'll probably pronounce that terribly wrong, but it's Y-I-B-I-D-U-N-N-I at milk-vfx.com. Um, and also I know that third floor are hiring as well, so I started to throw that out there. The third floor, um, Mary, who runs the talent team there, uh, was quite vocal about pushing roles at the third floor. So the third floor visualization. So yes, amazing. Um, anybody else got any other intel about 
people who are in studios and companies that have got live roles and opportunities because this is the, the place to do it. It will, you know, it will be irrelevant in six months time as a podcast, but right now, all good. Amy. There's, there's another link that I'll send that you can share at the bottom of the, the group. So someone out there, an artist, has been pulling together a Google Sheet of every opportunity that they can find or that people send them. And it's animation, games, and visual effects, job postings. And they're doing their best to keep it up to date. They periodically at the top of the sheet comes a statement that, you know, I've been sleeping for four days. I'll update it shortly. Um, but it's pretty good and it's pretty comprehensive. So I'll, I'll get that link to you as well, Simon, because that's really useful to people. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, uh, yeah, there's much information that we can get out there, really. I think it's so important. And uh, even the book, book recommendations are a really good chat too. So I think any anything we can offer, is, uh, is, it will be a huge, uh, huge deal to people. Um, Andy, sorry, I completely missed you there. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. So it was just one final thing uh, from me in terms, of, and it's more around where to, where to look for jobs. Um, and actually, sometimes it, it's very good going to, so I find it's going to niche sort of, uh, maybe they might be VFX specific sites, but it's also worth, worth I won't name names because of the larger, uh, larger websites to, to, to go to, but some of the very common, much larger websites, because a lot of them, are, are aggregators and therefore what I mean by that is they take jobs from each company's web page they, 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 they take a, a screen scrape of all any jobs that you load and they put them on their on their on their um, websites so something like that so so much larger organizations um, much larger uh, job advertising websites they have that functionality so do look there as well because they, they do, it will take a bit longer. It does take a bit longer to, to find jobs, but at least they're there all in one place. Thank you, Andy. I should add that the, I know I keep plugging the podcast and I don't do it for any monetary gain or any, any self-promotion, but the, um, we've run three episodes. Uh, some mutual friends here have uh, appeared on them called staying out, standing out while staying in. And there's three episodes all, in decent duration and the amount of information and tips on building your network remotely job hunting how to you know get on radar who to connect with even if you watch it just to kind of write the names down of the people that appeared on it and tap them up on linkedin i mean that's three episodes of really rich content and uh on the mental health piece as well we've run two episodes episodes called uh, staying well while staying in uh one of them was with uh, the organization sanctus and um some really really good advice in there that, that complements everything that's been discussed here so you know that the, the, the content that we've put out as on the access vfx vfx podcast is in reaction to all the challenges that people are facing under the current lockdown and or the current situation as we like to call it so i would really push that out if you are a regular listener like go back through the archives because there's some really really good stuff in there um i've got a kind of final question because we're almost coming to the end of our, our podcast and obviously i want to uh come back to everybody to get a few kind of final words on the, on the, the, the struggles that people are, are, are up against. It's thinking about the other half of our audience, which is the, uh, the, the aspiring creatives, the aspiring producers, and the people that represent the future of the industry. And uh, I've heard that there's a, there's a percentage of people trying to get in that are almost a bit disillusioned by what they hear because there's been, uh, you know, a talk, there's been reports of redundancies, furloughs, people out of work, and the Access VFX remit has always been about promoting this incredible industry, this exciting industry, you know, you know, getting through to parents, getting through to teachers and careers advisors. So what would be your response to people who have concerns about the, uh, the stability of, of, of working in the visual effects animation or games industry? Tori. Tori? Um, hello, I've taken myself off mute. I did the mute. That's all right. Um, I think I mean, we were talking about it again, we were talking about it before we actually started recording, but, um, you know, everybody is desperate for new content, absolutely. Uh, there's obviously lots of great stuff out there, but we all want new stuff all the time. It's a hugely consumable society and we all want new things. And we're a hugely innovative, creative industry. So, you know, if we don't have something now, we'll probably invent it. And, you know, that means that we will meet all of the challenges that come through this situation. Um, you know, I think Amy talked about it um, earlier before before we kind of came online. But you know, things like crowds. You know, are we going to be able to shoot crowds? You know, in the future, are you going to be able to have two people in a very close, you know, love scene? 
perhaps you're not, perhaps you will have to shoot them differently. So it's, you know, when the work does, does start again, there will be a huge demand for it, we think. You know, we think it will be out there. Um, so, you know, I, I remain very positive for it. I think there will definitely be a gap in between as things, you know, get up to speed, people figure out what the restrictions are, what they can and can't do. You know, travel, you know, are we going to be able to travel as much as we can to lots of environments? You know, there's all sorts of things that we're going to be needing. So I think there's lots of positivity for the future. It might take a little time to get going, but, you know, it's there, it's out there. Thank you, Tori. Amy? Yeah, so Tori mentioned a bit of it about, you know, how much more demand there'll be for our services from our clients because of things they, they physically won't be able to do. But also, you know, at, at Framestore, we work right across the spectrum of all the different uses of visual effects, um, you know, from film all the way through to theme park rides. And, you know, exactly that, you know, there are so many uses for this that are not just... Uh, the entertainment that you watch on Netflix um, and like Tori said we're very innovative so we will find new uses for what we do um, and they're, they're coming all the time you know driverless cars are not that far away what entertainment possibilities are there within a driverless car what user interfaces a driverless car is going to need and want and all of those things are, are in our wheelhouse and in our skill set so um, you know, I, I don't think there'll be any shortage of, of, of opportunity moving forward. I just think, like so many industries, that's the other thing. This is by no means exclusive to visual effects, what's happening right now. It's, it's happening across the board. So, you know, I, I don't think anyone should be unduly concerned that we're not going to bounce back. Brilliant. Thank you, Amy. Um, sorry, um, Lucy, you had your hand. Yeah, so I think in the visual effects um, team, some of those companies will look quieter at the moment as um, some of the productions halt. But that just means that there's an increasing drive from the clients to get the projects going. So come a few months, I really hope that things are going to be super busy in the visual effects houses again. And I think the crux of it is people, consumers, want this product. They want films, they want TV. Now, when things are tough in this crisis, people need escapism. They always will. It's part of human nature. And I think for us as people who work in this industry, um, we can trust the clients to keep on producing those projects. There will be more work. And as humans, we are resilient. And if things change, so for example, if there is less hard surface work in London, there'll be more of something else. There'll be more virtual reality. There will keep on being jobs. There's a lot to hope for. Yeah, I'm more excited about the uh, driverless cars. I never learned to drive, so I'm quite excited about possibilities there just as a, a consumer. But yeah, amazing. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, Andy, did you have your hand up earlier? I'm, I'm very aware that I'm missing people out. No, just scratching my just eyes. Scratching your head. I, I know <laughs> yeah. Mark's got his cap held a lot. So, Mark. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, before um, the situation changed, the industry was booming more than we'd seen before. It will come back even stronger. Um, the appetite for consumption is absolutely huge. It's really unfortunate if you're coming into the industry just at this point, but again, back to when I graduated in architecture, I graduated just the wrong time. All the way through university, I was able to come to London and work and pay for my college fees. When I actually graduated, it was just the time of a really bad recession and there was no work to be had. That at the same time pushed me in the direction of learning new skills towards learning AutoCAD at the time, back in those old days. Um, which has led me on a, a journey which has me here today. So, yes, it will be a little bit hard for a while. It will come back, and it's quite possible if you use the time that you have between now and then efficiently, and if you find what the careers for tomorrow will be and how things are changing, you'll actually be extremely well-placed for a successful career. Brilliant. Good advice. Thank you, Mark. So we're coming to the end. Um, I wanted to obviously say thank you to everybody uh, joining the pod this evening. Um, it's quite nice to have all three of the Access VFX disciplines represented as well. You know, we've got visual effects, animation, and games on this podcast. All that, those positive messages reflect the three kind of subsectors of, of what Access VFX uh, champions, right? So thank you for that. Um, I want to try something new, and I didn't brief you on this, so don't look in abject horror when I, I ask you to do this. But um, I thought we should finish, because this is ultimately a, a supportive episode. This is about supporting the visual effects community and the people who are, are struggling at the moment. Is I want you all to come up with just a, a, some parting words of comfort, of uh, 
support, anything you want to leave people with? Because we've gone through a hell of a lot of content in this short 45 minute episode. I've been impressed with everything from kind of the, the global piece through to mentoring, through to mental health, through to kind of checking in with yourself and bringing a bit of structure to your day. But I'm just going to throw it out now and everybody has to give final words, all right? Nobody gets away. There's seven of you who've got this. This will take us to the top of the hour. Um, so who wants to go first or should I just pick on somebody? Somebody. I'm going to go for St. John Walker, who looks like he might have fallen asleep on me. So. I'm not now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess sort of like, uh, if not now, when is the way to think about things at the moment. You'll never have this time, this kind of crazy time again. And I kind of think that now is the time to sort of like sit down with a piece of paper and draw a kind of target with concentric circles with your skills in the middle and where you want to be and the crazy ideas right on the outside circle and then fill in the middle circle to how you're going to get there. Uh, I kind of think now's the time that it's such a, a unique time that you can do those kind of things and I kind of think uh, based on what a few people have said that idea that you know if you network with people who have different skill sets to you and get together there may well be a business opportunity there that no one's ever thought about so i'd say grasp the moment of this horrible kind of uh, time and make it work for you thank you Sam. so i'm going to go to lucy salter next lucy chance to write some notes there i think my um comment speaks to people's mental health because i'm just so aware that through this time through furloughs through the hunt for jobs there can be a sense of what have I got to offer? Um, and one of my good colleagues said to me recently, he went and helped some students and he was like, oh, actually I do know stuff. This is great. Um, so I would like to encourage you that look at the strengths you have. You do have skills to offer. Um, surround yourself with good people who will support you and will build your self-worth and self-confidence. And I also... Um, would like to encourage you that your self-worth is not just tied into your job. You're, you're a human of value. Everyone in, everyone is. And don't get, um, if you can, help it. Don't get tied into thinking your job or your lack of job defines you and your value. Brilliant. Thank you, Lucy. This is going well. So I'm going to go to Will Folds. Will, what have you got for us? Um, well, I guess mine's quite short and sweet, but it's just to say that Animation is still open and still still going. Um, so it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all negative. Um, and I guess if you think that you've got the skills and you want to maybe try something new or you're hesitating, then kind of just go for it and uh, maybe apply to one of our jobs or an animation job because it's not just us that are, that are still going. Um, you know, and it could just offer a new challenge. Thanks for that. That's great advice. Uh, over to Tori. Just unmuting myself. Um, I think for me, I've been made redundant twice in this industry many, many moons ago. Um, but I think that change can sometimes bring about huge amounts of learning uh, about yourself about things that you didn't even know that you didn't know. And that is often can set you on a path um, that you didn't even think was possible or that you didn't even know existed. And I think that can sometimes just show you, uh, you know, something that's completely different that you hadn't thought was possible. I think we can, we can often, and uh, you know, we can often get stuck in, you know, where we are. And I think as Lucy said, you, you know, you, you attach all your value to, 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 to a very specific thing or a very specific place and actually sometimes challenging ourselves out of that comfort zone can teach us something really valuable about ourselves um, and, and can show you that you do have you know a huge amount of skills and knowledge and experience that until you test it you don't really know you've got or you don't acknowledge that you've got actually you have got it you just don't acknowledge that you've got it and I think try and be understanding of what everyone is going through regardless of what their situation is some people will be in you know in situations that are really tough for them 
you know some people will be working some people won't be working you know everyone's going to have a different set of circumstances i think whatever circumstance you're in try and understand the other person's circumstance and if you can if there's anything that you can do to support support them i think that's probably not even just in this situation that's just it life in life do that you know i think that's a, a good way to approach your life and that old saying is treat others how you would like to be treated yourself i think that's the that's kind of you know it's a life thing rather than a a, a now thing i think it's an always thing Andy. Yeah, two things actually. Uh, uh, one is, especially in, in, in current, current circumstances, current times, I think take the time to develop yourself. Um, we've spoken, uh, and I'm sure we'll share the links of, of what, uh, of use, useful training links. Like I said, if, if it's our products you're interested in, go and have a look at our website. We're running uh, webinars. Um, we have tutorials. So learn something new, learn a new skill. Um, so that's on the training side of things for us. The positive news, uh, is, is we are recruiting, uh, as, as Will said, there are other people recruiting, but again, for, for me is for yourself, think outside the box. Don't necessarily think I am one particular, um, I do one particular thing. Have a look at the skills you use and have a think of what other industries, a bit like what, like what Saint said put your key skills in the middle and then work around that. And, uh, and you may find your dream job, uh, hopefully it's with us where it's still within the industry, but you might not have thought of it before. So, um, and again, if, if you're a VFX person, maybe that could move across into games, vice versa games, games that can move across into VFX. So, um, those would be my two. Thank you, Randy. Over to you, Mark. Unmute. There we go. Um, yes, sort of um, repeating some of the things that said before. I was just going to say, um, be excellent to each other. Um, that really does help. It's the same kind of advice. Uh, you can't necessarily control how other people treat you, but you can certainly control how you treat other people. And it tends to actually reflect back upon you and makes everything better. You'll also find one of the best things you can find to actually make yourself feel better about yourself is being good to other people. Um, that, that is something which you'll, the more you try it, the more you find it works. Um, and the second thing is don't give up because you will, if you persevere, you will actually succeed in what you want to do. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but you know, it will happen. And the one thing I can say about every I know who's been successful is they didn't give up before they became successful. And they could have. It could have just been the day before they got a reply saying, yes, your dream job is there. So be excellent to each other and don't give up. Thank you, Mark. And Amy, I'm giving you the final word. No pressure. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say is that this industry quite often comes in for a lot of criticism, some of it very fair and some of it not so much. Um, but actually at times like these, we really do show our true colors as an industry. Um, my partner works in hospitality and I can tell you, not a single person in the hospitality industry is thinking, how can I help my team find other jobs? It's just not on their radar. It's not something they care about. And you know, the very fact that this podcast exists should show you that actually there's a huge amount of support out there right now. Just because you've got made redundant from your studio doesn't mean that they're not there to support you and help you. Um, equally vice versa as well you know if you've been made redundant from dean egg and you reach out to me and you say i don't know where to go i don't know where to find help i'm gonna help you right now because that's the kind of community that we are um so don't feel alone there's lots of support out there um you just have to ask thank you Aaron. they would have been amazing final words if saints hadn't put his hand up so saint are you gonna bring uh last last uh, uh, book uh, recommendation uh, if that's what turns you guys on uh, and that is um, that you know we, we've been sort of in this period it's very easy to lose connection to your own creativity you're too busy you know frittering about sort of job roles or etc and I think uh, it's really good to try and use this time to reconnect to your creativity and this book by Austin Cleon I hope that's how you pronounce it K-L-E-O-N Austin Cleon Steal Like an Artist. It's a really good book, full of, a, actually, uh, as all the uh, people on this call were saying, 
uh, it's in here. Everything that you've said is actually in this book. So it's a really good book, Austin Kleon's Steal Like an Artist. It'll help you reconnect with your creativity. Cool. Well, on that note, we've overrun a bit. So thank you for uh, entertaining that, everyone. I just want to give um, all of you a big thank you. So big thank you to Mark, big thank you to Saint, Tori, Will, Lucy, Amy and Andy. Um, I know it's a big ask and a chunk of your evening to give up. So thank you so much for making time. Um, again, please, you know, check out all the links that we'll put on our SoundCloud page because we've got a bit more space to play with word count wise. So go to SoundCloud, check this podcast out and read all the book recommendations, all the Saints recommendations, all the links that everybody shared. And uh, of course, um, get involved with the Access VFX mentor program. I, sh I shout it out at the end of every podcast. And I'm doing the same right now. It's um, www.accessvfx.org forward slash mentors. We need more mentors. We need more mentees. And it's a great way to give back, do something good, be kind to someone else who's uh, struggling to uh, whether they're working in industry or not. Um, so thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and stay safe, everyone. Thank you. There we go. End of another Access VFX podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. To find out more about what we discussed, our mentoring program and events we're at, then head over to our website at www.accessvfx.org and follow us on social media. Big thank you for listening and until next time, bye.